I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 3.30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. It's 48 degrees, KSL's top story. Rain is expected to hit and hit hard starting tomorrow, and concerns are growing about possible flooding this weekend. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe is live with details. Amy? Jeff, I'm looking at some brown grass in Salt Lake City right now, but other parts of northern Utah, like Midway and Cache Valley, have feet upon feet of snow that just keeps piling up. And that will make a, pro- a problem this weekend. KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubake says that we're expected to get a lot of rain. So anytime you bring in rain on top of snow, it exacerbates the potential for flooding because you're not only dealing with the water coming in the rain, but you're dealing with all the water that's being melted in the snow. Kevin says this is why many cities are now offering sandbags. He suggests taking some steps now, like bringing in sandbags to protect your home. He says make sure that your water has somewhere to go, like any storm drains or paths, for that water to stay clear from where you don't want it. Rain does start late tonight and will continue throughout the day tomorrow and Saturday. Reporting live, Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. That rain will be snow up in the mountains. There's already so much. But you know what that means? Happy skiers. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our team coverage. It snowed so much this winter, we may be giving Bill Marine the wrong impression. I like it. It's almost too much, so I wouldn't want to live here and have to shovel it. Marine is hitting the slopes one last time before he has to fly back to New Hampshire. Elena Vontaikis is back visiting from Denver, and she says this winter definitely stands out. It just seems like every morning my dad's firing up the snowblower. If you're planning to hit the slopes this weekend, avalanche dangers expected to increase with warm, wet, and windy conditions. Old-timers might tell you the ski lift lines are getting longer. New Kempsey Gardner research shows that they're right. Visits to Utah slopes have doubled over the last 20 years, and it's raising questions in Little Cottonwood Canyon. Team coverage continues. Some argue with all these skiers, a gondola would make resort lines explode in length. The traffic now can act as a natural check of sorts on those lines. Others say bus service has also been cut. Those who want the gondola, though, say it's needed with this much capacity. Some locals say they are the ones feeling the brunt of more skiers. State reps Jeff Stanquist and Nate Bluen also weighing in. Stanquist called the numbers shocking but not surprising. He wants to find solutions that allow more people to access the greatest snow on earth. Bluen saying we're absolutely going to have to look at canyon capacity limits. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 332. A family in Kymus is saying goodbye to farming. The Your family is shutting down their 800-acre farm in Camas and selling it to Summit County in order to preserve it as open space. The Summit County Land Conservancy will pay $5 million for the Your family farm, which has been operating since 1892. Another powerful atmospheric river is heading to California. As all of the rain and snow dramatically chip away at the drought, which has disappeared in some areas of California, according to new federal data, work is underway to get ready for a new round. This storm, which will be warm, is causing worry. The rain will melt incredible amounts of snow on the ground 
Chris Krasanich lives along the Merced River. He was rescued out of his home the last time the river rose. Just not again. Just not again. I don't want to go through this again. And so they're getting ready. We're going to go fill sandbags and pray that it doesn't come through the doors again. The heaviest rain is expected overnight through Friday. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. The CEO of Norfolk Southern committing to quickly and thoroughly cleaning up that toxic train derailment. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, the CEO telling senators that he's committed to making things right with those impacted by that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. However, he wouldn't endorse legislation that beefs up train regulations. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance urging his colleagues, especially Republicans, to realign their priorities when it comes to rail safety. Do we do the bidding of a massive industry that is in bed with big government, or do we do the bidding of the people who elected us to the Senate and to the Congress in the first place? Norfolk CEO stopping short of promising to pay for long-term damage to the folks in East Palestine. Meantime, another Norfolk Southern train has run off the rails, this time in Piedmont, Alabama. 37 cars came off the track, but nothing dangerous was being transported. Spokesman Connor Spielmaker says the company is doing all it can to prevent future derailments. Safety remains number one priority, and we'll make sure that we learn from all these things. The NTSB is investigating the cause. Russia today launched its biggest aerial attack in weeks. It hit targets across Ukraine with a complex barrage of weapons, including its newest hypersonic missiles. At least six people were killed and power was knocked out in several regions. Live from the KSL National News Desk, on I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. Financial experts are perplexed. Interest rates are rising, and they can't quite figure out why people won't stop spending. Credit card debt is at an all-time high, and bank rates' Ted Rossman told KSL's David Dejanovic, a lot of younger people can't seem to wrap their heads around the idea of saving for the future. You know, I do think there is this kind of you-only-live-once thing that has come out of the pandemic, among other things. And, I mean, we definitely see it among young adults. Rossman sees signs of people are starting to ease up on big-ticket purchases because of higher interest rates. KSL News Time, 336, First Look Traffic. Ricky Meese, tell us about it. Well, what a difference a day makes from the storms that brought snow and nasty driving conditions, especially in higher elevations last night. Today, so different. I'm looking at a live shot of Sardine Canyon. That was snow-packed yesterday afternoon and evening. Today, it's all clear and a beautiful drive through those mountains. That's what you're going to see in all the canyons. But for a Thursday afternoon, we already have delay. If you're traveling southbound I-15, they stretch from just before 53rd South into Sandy. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.